Thank you for tuning in to Moment by Moment, an Oak Hills Church podcast talking through what is relevant in today's world with a biblical view. Hello and welcome to Moment by Moment, a podcast of Oak Hills Church. We are in our season three, and we are so excited that you are joining with us for another episode, another Monday. Man, we are pumped about this one. This is going to be a, a very special episode. It's going to be a serious uh, topic, so just want to go ahead and let you know that. My name is J.D. Mason. I'm the creative pastor here at Oak Hills. I'm joined by Travis Eads, our senior pastor here. Travis, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. Doing well. Awesome, awesome. And we are also joined by Ben Davis, who is a he's also a pastor here at Oak Hills church and Ben um, is, is his focus is really on pastoral counseling he has a few masters you got two master's degrees and and really he's going to be bringing um, his expert view as I say uh, his expert view on on um, how to overcome trauma um, Ben is experienced with talking with couples individuals and and Travis and I have as well but Ben brings something different to the table he's more hyper focused and really is I call him I call you an expert on it so Ben <laughs> tell us about of. yourself how are you doing today I'm doing really well. You know, the coffee helps. Thank hey, you for offering it to me earlier. Coffee you know? always helps. Um, but doing really well. And um, yeah, I've been on staff for a while here at Oak Hills in various capacities, but just for the past three years here at Crown Ridge. And really, it's pretty new. I've been in the care ministry for a couple of years, but um, starting this summer, I'm, I'm the care minister now. So yeah. come on. Yeah. So and doing a great job. Well, I appreciate that. Dude, we're super excited. Well, hey, just an overview for everyone, we're going to be discussing trauma. And whenever you discuss something like this, we have to say we are not actual experts. None of us have degrees in this. Um, but what we're going to be discussing today is is our view from our personal conversations, our personal interactions. And um, so, yeah, let's go ahead and get started. So, Ben, go ahead and define trauma from your perspective. Well, trauma, you know, it's interesting when we think about trauma, you hear that word, the first thing that comes to my mind is is not so much a mental or emotional thing. Right. It's the it's like physical trauma, right? Mm. You know, we, there's all these TV shows that involve emergency rooms and yeah. war and things like that. And so when you think about a, a body, a physical body, something happens to it, right? Yeah. Um, uh, depending on the severity of what happens to it, you're, mm. you're going to be left yeah. with something lingering there, right? Um, a at the very least, it'll be a bruise that'll go away, right? right. But at sometimes it might result in a permanent limp or a loss of a, of a limb or something like that. That's always going to be there. So when we think of trauma from a more emotional, mental health standpoint, it's really just a powerful response that you have due to some sort of distressing event. Hmm. So something happens in your life. I like to call it, you know, like a, a some grenade or bomb is dropped in the middle of your life, right? Right. Hmm. And so it's real and it happens and, you know, we must be aware of it and open to other people experiencing that, even if we ourselves maybe are like, I don't get that, yeah. but it's real and it's out there. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of, I would say a very basic level that helps me understand what trauma looks like. Um, but there's even different levels, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, kind of talk to us about the levels. I mean, Travis, yeah. we were even discussing how, uh, for our personal lives, we've, yeah. we've gone through trauma and but I'd like for you to kind of define even for us, what mm -hmm. are the differences between um, different types of trauma? Right. Well, you know, I alluded that when we think of trauma, it tends to be the big things, you know, okay. um, you could consider it like a big T trauma or a mm -hmm. capital T trauma, something mm -hmm. like that, you know, and these are, you know, whether it's a PTSD experience through, through warfare, okay. whether it's um, a major sudden unexpected divorce, a loss of a loved one, wow. um, especially, like I said, sudden is a, you know, sudden is definitely a word I'll use a lot when I'm thinking of that capital T right. trauma. It's unexpected. It's jarring. Um, 
you know, things like that, a job loss that just mm. comes out of nowhere. Mm. Those are the things that are, I would call capital T trauma. And there's other examples as well. Uh, but then you have like lowercase T trauma, a little T trauma, um, that I think we easily forget sometimes. Mm. Um, we only go yeah. to those big dogs, you know, and, and there's this other stuff going on. And this is, you know, these are things like maybe marital struggles, uh, financial struggles that are sort of slow building and ongoing, and you just don't really know what to do about it yet, but it's real. The, yeah. uh, major relocations, you know, I didn't expect to move all, all the way cross country all of a sudden, even if yeah. it was for a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. there can be a level of trauma there that you're not expecting or ready for. Mm. Um, and certainly, you know, relational stuff, whether it's bullying at school with kids or, um, you know, I know that even for me, uh, a lot of my little T trauma of late, was, and this is easy to blame, a lot of people are blaming everything on the pandemic, right? But right. there were a lot of things, sudden unexpected things that happened due to the pandemic in our lives mm. um, that I think has resulted in more little T trauma than people realize. I yeah. think every yeah. single one of us has something. Yeah. Yeah. It almost seems like the little T trauma can almost happen without you even realizing it's happening. Right. Wow. You may not be able to put your finger on it. And it's not exactly like, like you said, that grenade that, that goes off mm-hmm. that, that you are acutely aware of. And every, a lot of people around you may be aware. This mm-hmm. is more like you don't even realize it's there sometimes until that cumulative, it kind of adds up wow. in your life. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, I'm not sure what's going on here, but there's something here. It's very easy to be blinded to it. You yeah. Know? Especially if you don't have enough other people you trust in your life who can kind of walk with you and even lovingly speak to you, you know, even if you don't realize it right away. Wow. Yeah. I think you know? when, even when I think about uh, little T trauma that's happened in the past, that's come to light because of certain new circumstances that happen in your life that it gets mm. triggered by in a sense. So like yep. if you got bullied in high school mm. and you see maybe your kids getting bullied, it's like, Oh wow. Like I, I did struggle with that. That is something that has happened to me. Um, you know, Why do it, I want to go to their door and like beat up their parents yeah. right now? Right? <laughs> right. What is that exactly. all about? <laughs> I mean, thanks, Travis, for that opening. Well, yeah, uh, triggers are real, though. You're <laughs> on to something. I'm sorry, I thought we were being real. Oh, hey, no, hey, we, hey, we are being it. real. Yeah. I just don't have kids yet, but I'll definitely be that guy. Um, yeah. But seriously, though, I mean, when you think about how little T traumas can be swept under the rug, like you mentioned, Travis, and you've been, but how it can be brought back later on in life, it's, it's kind of scary because it's like, man, I've really been living with that. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening right now, and I mean, you've listed a lot of those things. Um, those little T traumas and the big T. And if you're listening right now and you're like, man, I definitely have struggled with that. You're not alone. Uh, Mm -hmm. Us at this table, we have all struggled either with big T trauma or little T trauma or both. Both. Um, I know for me personally, I can speak to me. um, I didn't realize uh, that how to define trauma for myself. And so um, kind of mentioned this before on another episode, but you know, the, when, when you grow up, not ever seeing somebody that's from your bloodline, Mm. Not ever uh, being able to see it. I mean, that just does something to you. And then knowing that your uh, birth mother gave you away, Mm. your birth father could care less. I mean, those things started to haunt me. I didn't know that it was trauma. It was just, it just filled me with anxiety and hate and distrust. And it, it messed up a lot of my relationships because I didn't know. Uh, I just, I had broken trust. So I couldn't Mm. trust anybody for like the first like 20 years of my life. And I didn't realize why I couldn't trust. And so it took me going to counseling. It took me having those real conversations that I just, I didn't even know I needed to have them until I'm having them. And then I'm, I'm in there and I'm weeping and I'm like, why am I crying? Like mm-hmm. I don't cry. So yeah. it's, it's real, but um, it's, it's important to, to go to counseling. It's important to mm-hmm. have those conversations. Um, I don't yeah. know if you guys can relate to, to anything, but um, can you, can you give the listeners maybe something that you've experienced? Yeah. 
Well, I know, you know, I've, mental health is really on our radar right now. It's mm-hmm. something that we're talking about a lot, but that wasn't the case just a few years ago, mm-hmm. five, 10 years ago. Uh, we didn't really understand a lot of it, and there was this huge stigma, still is to some extent, mm-hmm. but a huge stigma. And so I experienced suicide in my, my family, my uh my grandfather, my uncle, Mm. uh, and then just other mental health things that I didn't understand. I didn't really know what to do with that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, being able to talk with people about that and to to try to understand that, Mm -hmm. because sometimes you even, you start to go, you know, now that I think about it, great grandma, you know, and you Mm -hmm. start to kind of look at some of that and you go, now maybe we understand a little bit more about that. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the things that I'm thankful for, uh, that we're talking about more and is Mm -hmm. more on our radar now. Yeah. I mean, exploring even the concept of mental health uh, is really relatively new when you think about it. I mean, yeah. to us, we might think, you know, if you, if you know, maybe in school you read about people like Sigmund Freud or Carl Jung or some of those pioneers, right, that even had some concepts that are, yeah. eh, I don't know about that one, right? But when you think about the grand scheme of things, um, that's new. I mean, mm-hmm. this has all been within the past, you know, 100 years or less in the most part. So, so I can see, I can understand how depending when you grew up, even that concept of seeking help for right. your emotional state, for going through trauma, things of that nature is very foreign, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I, so we got to have a, we have a lot of grace for, you know, people that just didn't for whatever reason, whether culturally or, um, or, or like I said, sort of when they, uh, their age or whatever you want to say, it's just, this wasn't on the radar back then. And it's, I'm glad it increasingly is. Have we seen this yeah. in the Bible? I mean, you know, <laughs> I just have to ask that whenever we have a topic, I mean, a lot of people feel like you can't relate certain topics mm. to, to a biblical narrative as if God doesn't speak on it. Mm-hmm. So are there any characters in the Bible, uh, that, that you think about Ben specifically? I mean, I think there are, um, I'm sure you know you could pick apart some here and there and be like, well, is that or not? But you know, you look at some certain characters. You know, you know, David went through a lot of trauma. Um, you know, he was on the run. Yeah. He made some horrible, uh, horrible decisions, right? That uh, right left just shrapnel in his wake, so to speak. You mm-hmm. know, so he had to deal with that. Um, yeah. and, and so there's some of that, but then seeing even how. He leaned into the Lord. He leaned into the Lord's counsel. He leaned even into others who right. um, kind of brought him out of that. Uh, you know, Job is one. Oh, yeah. You know, um, Job is an example even not just of trauma and things just happening in his life, but um, in some cases what not to do. You know, I mean, well-meaning people coming in and speaking, mm-hmm. and maybe we'll have a chance to talk through some um, ideas of well, what do we do if we come in touch, you know, come yeah. in contact with someone in our life that's going through this, and I don't know what to do about it, right? Um, you know, even well-meaning people sometimes maybe weren't as helpful as he could have been until he really just was able to deal with it with the Lord. Um, and I know, you know, the church answer of Jesus, but, you know, I, I do think, especially if you want to look at the book of Hebrews, the book of Hebrews does a great job. If you think about Jesus and who he was, he experienced everything that we as humans experience, right? Yeah. And I know we would say, well, yeah. that's not fair. He was God, you know. Um, mm. Of course he could get through all this stuff. Right. But the book of Hebrews reminds us that, um, yes, he was divine, but because of his humanity, he dealt with probably bullying. He dealt with, obviously, you know, torture yeah. and and um, abandonment mm. and um, all kinds of stuff that sound a lot like, things that could result in trauma for us, right? And, I never even and, thought about and, it that I, way. And I think we need to be able to 
if nothing else, lean into that fact. You know, if we claim faith in Jesus as our Savior, um, that's a great thing to remember and be like, I can count on him, if nothing else, just to understand. Man, yeah, you he's know, good. he gets us because there is nothing yeah. that we'll go through that he hasn't experienced. That's mm-hmm. that's what Scripture teaches. Uh, he was tempted in every way, yet did not sin. A hundred percent fully God, yes, mm-hmm. but a hundred percent fully man as well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we we lean one way or the other. And we yeah. go, yeah, but that mm-hmm. was Jesus. Yeah, it's man. I've never thought about Jesus experiencing um, trauma in the way that you just described, and that's that's really good. I mean, the abandonment aspect, the torture aspect. I mean. I think of those as just separate things, you know, I, and, you know, I just never thought about mm-hmm. how he, he did deal with that. And then he did go away, mm-hmm. you know, he did need to pray alone. He did, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I guess I never tied the two, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I tied it for different reasons, but not because of the trauma aspect. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very interesting. And I mean, so because we're Christians and if you're listening right now and maybe you're a non-believer, um, this is also for you as well. Uh, counseling, mm-hmm. talk to us about that, Ben. And I mean, when you consider, um, cause I've heard some different thoughts on this. I've heard, you know, it's a lack of faith. If you go to counseling, right. you just need to pray more. You need to pray more and you'll get through this. You need to pray more and, and God will, he'll come through and you, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on counseling? Well, I'm, I'm a proponent of counseling. Okay. Um, yes, we do need to pray more, you know, so that's not a wrong answer, right. you know, but, um, I definitely don't think it's a lack of faith to seek out help. Okay. to seek out even help maybe that is more of a trained and professional, you know, way, not just a friend or, you know, yes, we need to be with our friends. Yes, we need to seek the counsel of people that we trust. Right. But going out, reaching out to do that um, is key. Now, as a believer, I do think it is of vital importance to do your best to find a counselor or a therapist that shares shares our common belief. You know, yeah. there is a perspective there, a biblical perspective that uh, obviously will help us um, not be led down a path that maybe could in- inadvertently be more harmful than you think yeah, um, or uh, too much, too worldly or something like that. But uh, I definitely think we need to do that. Um, I know that uh, I was reading uh, some statistics. There's a journal. It's not a, it's not a Christian journal. Okay. So it's the APA, the uh, American psychological association and their psychotherapy journal Mm -hmm. in uh, 2015, I believe they actually published a, published a report that found that people who go to counseling with a religious or spiritual background. Now they don't line it up as just Christian. Okay. They, they go all across the board, but they said that it's like that combination Mm. of, a spiritual grounding of some sort, which hopefully we have with counseling or therapy. And I think if it was a Christian counseling or Christian therapy, it would even Mm. double it. It's almost like you're taking, um, you're taking two great things and just merging it together into this machine that really will help you even more. They found that, that there is seems to be a greater level of healing and success when a believing person seeks out help than just only yeah. doing it solo. Yeah. yeah. And, and to that point, I mean, Travis, I know you've counseled people. So mm-hmm. when you're counseling people, is there a certain point in that conversation when you realize, man, you need somebody who's a professional licensed counselor? Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us about maybe in some of those previous conversations, um, what are some of the signs that someone needs to get professional counseling versus just a pastoral counseling session? 
Yeah, I would say there's probably a point in the conversation. Well, first of all, if, if I'm counseling somebody, I, I know my own limitations. Mm-hmm. And so I would say anyone listening right now, you're going to find yourself counseling. You don't have to be a pastor mm-hmm. for someone to say, hey, I need help. I'm, I'm like crying out here. And mm-hmm. that can happen, you know, before you even, even realize mm-hmm. it. So um, come to the point where I just think, you know what? you're going to need some help beyond what I can help you with. Usually it's something that comes up specifically. There's uh, uh, maybe a a physical abuse or there's a a mental abuse or there's something going on there that is just really disrupting. I mean, talking about trauma, like triage, Mm -hmm. like this is something you need to deal with and you need to deal with it today. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's go to even the extreme if they're, you know, uh, suicidal Mm -hmm. ideation or they even have a plan. So there's, there's moments there Mm -hmm. that kind of trigger for all of us, whether we're pastors or not. Hey, here's what we're going to do right now. Okay. We're going to, we're going to seek help. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would just say using wisdom and discernment in any conversation, there are certain mm-hmm. things that you just know uh, this is beyond my ability yeah. uh, to be able to help you. Now, mm-hmm. uh, get the help. It's not like I'm just passing you off. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not like just, hey, you, they can help you. And, yeah. you know, you know, I'm, yep. you know, uh, I'm, I'm done here. No, you can still walk alongside of people and go, hey, how, how did it go? You, mm-hmm. you doing all right? Just showing care you know, is a lot of times what people need. And, you know, we're talking about talking about it. Uh, that's so important because when you suppress it, I mean, whether it's a, you know, a, a, what we talked about, a big T trauma, and we're trying to pretend like it's a little T, right? Like what mm-hmm. we start to suppress it mm-hmm. and act like it's no big deal. Well, one of the ways that we do that is we just get quiet about it. Well, mm-hmm. if we talk about it, we make it a bigger deal, right? Well, no, not exactly, mm-hmm. but we suppress it. And now all of a sudden, it's just festering. Yeah. It, it is going to come up sooner or later. Mm-hmm. So this, you know, I'm I'm way past the stigma of of getting counseling. Right. I'm I'm like Ben, man. I'm all for it. Yeah, and I mean personally, I've had conversations with people that were on the verge of, uh, like you mentioned, um, how to plan for suicide. Mm-hmm. And I remember myself on the phone just feeling I'm way out of my element. Um, mm-hmm. And it's actually been multiple times uh, that I've had these conversations, and each time. Um, after it, man, when we're right before we're hanging up, I'm just like, listen, like I've given them the gospel and how much God cares and loves them and how you do have a purpose and mm-hmm. God made you on purpose for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And listen, you need to be here. Um, mm-hmm. I do always advise them to go to counseling because mm-hmm. I know my limitations. And, and also, um, there's something about, um, somebody being able to take a next step that mm-hmm. I think is, is, is essential. Um, being able to physically take a step and it almost feels like, Hey, listen, if, if, if I can do this one thing just by walking up to a counselor, just by making that fo- first phone call, I think the likeliness of them following through is, is a lot greater mm-hmm. um, with getting help. Mm-hmm. And so um, and, and I think Christians letting people know it's OK to get counseling mm-hmm. is also going to help break that stigma. Honestly. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's the, the putting the, the oxygen mask on yourself. So I a lot of people come to me and it's not something that they're experiencing directly, but mm. it's through their children. Right. Something that their children are experiencing that that is impacting them, is mm-hmm. impacting their whole family dynamic. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, what do I do? I want them to get mm-hmm. help, but they won't take that step. Mm-hmm. I'm telling them, you need to take that step. Yeah. Cause you, man, you, you need to put that oxygen mask on first because you, you need to take, care of yourself to yeah. be able to help anybody else in That's your good. family. Well, and, and something else, I mean, all, all the stuff you're saying are, 
y'all could lead this podcast, man. I mean, you're doing no, great. Man. Yeah. No, man, we don't no, have any all, statistics. Uh, all this, all this stuff y'all are saying is awesome. One of the things that, you know, really hit me that I thought was awesome that you were saying is in addition to this, like, you know, moving up to a next level, moving mm. up to the more professional trained level of counsel that as we've all agreed is like, man, that's, there's something to that, that is wonderful mm-hmm. and helpful. And we need to be open to that. Um, but how you guys both gave examples of where you even were in the midst of it mm. and you wanted to go beyond just, well, I don't know what to do. I'll send it over here and then go dust my hands off. Right. Because, um, you know, to pull it back even down a level from professional, every single believer, every single one of us, um, is equipped at some level of care for people. Right. That's right. I mean, um, you know, New Testament has 59, uh, verses that are what they call the one another verses. Mm-hmm. So we are supposed to be there for each other. Yep. Um, especially right. if there is an existing relationship and yeah. I love Travis, how you said, you know, I can pass the quote unquote, refer them, not even pass them off to a higher level of care, Yeah. but I'm still can be there and check on them listen to them. I think, yeah. you know, if there's one thing I've learned over the years, and, and I think it's pretty clear in scripture is scripture sometimes tells us you just need to shut up and listen. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you don't need to rock their world with some wisdom and even scriptural sometimes well-meaning. Yeah. Maybe it's not the time, you know, it could come off as judgmental. It could come off as dismissive even, but as that relationship builds, maybe that's where some levels of well, let's look at what the Bible says about what you're going through. Oh, that's so good. Because I think, you know, the other, the, the last thing that makes me think about what y'all are talking about is um, taking great care. You know, if a friend of mine or someone in a small group comes to me and, and they share an experience, yeah. I need to make sure that if I have not had that experience myself in my life, that I just kind of back off and say, I'm going to just prayerfully listen. I'm going to put a hand on your shoulder. I'm going to pray for you, with you. And walk with you and check on you, that kind of thing. Um, you know, we don't need to be diagnosing people. We have nothing, we'd have no idea what they're going through, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of that difference between sympathy and empathy. If you mm-hmm. guys know those definitions, you know, sympathy is more like, I don't maybe understand, mm. but I feel bad. Right. I care for you. Right. Empathy yeah. is, I, I feel relate. bad. I care because I've been there. I can relate to what you're going you through. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah. so all those levels are important here as well, just for every single one of us. What you just said is, it was the, you know, it was worth the price of admission when sometimes just listening, I mean, that's gold. Sometimes just listening is, is the difference. Oh, I love the the one another. I mean, you, what'd you say, 59? Mm-hmm. So so we yeah. are all equipped at some level to serve one another. Well, right. that's an, that's one another in scripture, serve one another. Yeah. So what are, what are some of those others that someone listening right now go, well, I'm not a professional counselor. I, how am I equipped? Yeah. Love one another, love. serve one another, bear one another's burdens, 100%. Uh, forgive mm-hmm. one another. Yeah. How powerful is that? Yeah. And that's within our ability to do. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of things in Scripture, a lot of places to start. Low-hanging fruit. Well, not that it's easy, yeah. but a lot of things that we are equipped to do, mm-hmm. even if we're not equipped professionally. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good. You know, and the next the next um, part of this is really uh, the big T trauma uh, abuse. Mm-hmm. Would you put that into the big T category of trauma? Well, I would say, I would say typically, yes. You know, I know de- abuse, depending on the person themselves and certain types of abuse, you, there might, you could maybe consider like how major is stuff, but, you know, physical abuse, sexual abuse, even emotional abuse, where anytime somebody is held down, physically right. held down through force, mm. you know, or punishment, whatever you want to call it, that is overly harsh, 
for that that is really maybe not even about that person. It's about right. the person, you know, dishing it out. Yeah. To be honest with you, maybe their own undealt with trauma, which is sad. Another reason to go through your trauma. It's a cycle, yeah. Yeah, but um, you know, when you're thinking of abuse, it's that repeated cruelty. It's it's violence, and like I said, it's, sometimes it's not even that physical violence. It's an emotional violence. Mm. You know, I'm just going to hold you down, put you down. There's some kind of need there to control. And um, mm. I would say that the vast majority of times it does result in what I would say is a big T trauma kind of moment, you know, mm. especially if it's ongoing and pervasive. Yeah. We all get angry. We all do silly stuff on a one-off, you know, that might result in a brief season of what I would say is little T trauma, you know. I mean, I've, you know, I've maybe been too harsh with my child once or twice, you know, or a few times, but it's not an ongoing thing. And maybe for a season, for a couple of days, you know, my son or daughter flinches a little bit. They're like, oh, dad's going to get mad at me, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but it's that ongoing, right. just pervasive cycle. Yeah, that's capital T, big T trauma for sure. Yeah. That we I, need to be ready for. I agree for, with you know? that. I agree with that. And, you know, if what would you tell somebody who's experiencing uh, abuse in, in a dangerous mm-hmm. way right now, if you're listening? Well, you know, you guys are both, you, you used a, a suicide example, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if we got to do something now, right? Right. Which, yes, you do in those moments, if you know it's going to happen. I would say if you strongly suspect, especially physical and spiritual abuse, that's not to demean the emotional abuse. We still need to do that. But if someone is in danger, mm-hmm. right, especially if it's in a cycle, and we're yeah. like, man, I, I, I think this is happening, right. you know, Let's err on the side of caution and say we need to report that up. You know, the authorities, nine one one, something like that. Um, find find a place that can come. You know, they can go and be safe. Yeah. You know, here and now, mm-hmm. those kind of moments, right? Um, you know, just do it. Yeah. Just do it. I would say that right off the bat. And, and to your point earlier, I mean, it was really good with the empathetic versus sympathetic. Mm-hmm. Um, when having conversations um, about somebody experiencing abuse that I haven't experienced. Um, that s- giving advice sometimes just isn't, it, it, it's not going to be the best thing for the mm-hmm. conversation. Being sympathetic and saying, man, I can't believe, I can't believe mm-hmm. that I am so sorry. Just those small, just, and let them, let them talk. Mm-hmm. But it's not telling somebody who's going through something serious that you've never experienced all the advice that you think you can give them and give them all the Bible verses you've memorized. Mm-hmm. That's just, that can do more damage mm-hmm. because it almost feels like you're saying, all you have to do is memorize this scripture and it'll all go away. Yeah, here's the formula. When there are real life dangerous mm-hmm. things that are happening to them. And so I do want to caution mm-hmm. um, everyone listening to, to be able to respond in the you know, proper and correct way mm-hmm. uh, to, to, the, to, to what people are experiencing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're so right. Yeah, just you can't, you can't go wrong with listening. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. being their presence. Just have a presence. You can cry with them even, you know, and um, say, I'm sorry. No, there is nothing wrong about that. You know, there's something very, um, you know, there's a term cathartic. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something very cathartic about just being almost like a, a safe place where, where that person can just bear themselves and their soul and say, this is what's going on. And even if you're like, I have no idea what to do, you're just there for them, you know? Yeah. And that person, there is even a small bit of healing right then and there, I think, that God can use and just say that opportunity for someone just to share and have JD sit there and just hear me, mm. you know, and, and not try to tell me what to do yet. No judgment. You know, that's, 
Yeah. Well, I think that's the, huge. The truth of that resonates with me because those are the moments I I remember in my life that somebody mm-hmm. was just present. And also, even as a pastor, a lot of times when someone walks up and they say, I'll never forget, a lot of times what they start talking about is not the great advice you gave them. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget when you were just there. Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. That's what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was it. I just, I remember you were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it, and depending, if we're in relationship with people, then you can even kind of, you can almost speak their language a little better. You know, yeah. you know, you don't even have to ask, go tell me if you need something or how can I help? It's just like, I know that this person, whether it's like you want to think like love languages or personality types or whatever it is, you know, this person is that. I know no matter what, this will bless and encourage this person in this hard moment. You know, this note, this I'm just sitting with them, you know, whatever it is, you know. Yeah. And I mean, I just want to reiterate counseling. Um, mm-hmm, yeah. My parents put me in counseling as a child because they recognized that I was dealing with my childhood trauma. Um, and Man, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I hated it at the time, mm. but I want to encourage anybody who's considering yeah. counseling, even for their children or even for themselves to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, I mean, it just, when, when I look about, when I look back on my life, it, it has paid so much dividends that mm-hmm. I would, I would um, highly recommend getting counseling. It is not yeah. weakness. It is right. not, not Christian. It is not you taking an easy mm-hmm. route or you trying to find a magic pill. It's nothing like that. It's, it's strictly the fact that there are, there are people on this earth that God is blessed with wisdom to be able to, to see the trauma that you've gone, that you've gone through for them to understand how that chemically changes your, your brain and your power. I mean, there's so many things that, that just go above my understanding, you know? And so, but, but I just want to encourage anyone it's uh, because I've just heard that stigma so often of you don't need counseling. You just need more Jesus. It's both. And like you mentioned, it's two mm, good things combining. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, God has blessed people here on this earth to be experts um, at certain things. Well, and I believe the price of concealing trauma is always, always, always higher Mm -hmm. than the price of confronting it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what you're saying, JD. I mean, there is a price to pay to confront it, but Mm -hmm. it's it's never gonna be as high as concealing it. Right, you know, whether it's on your own soul, your own self, or through others. You know, like I said, you know, in, in some cases of abuse, it's really not that person's fault. It's the trauma that was undealt with the cycle from another. Right. And so, you know, concealing your trauma might not result in overt abuse, but there could be some relational, just, you know, shrapnel and damage in your wake mm-hmm. that, um, I don't think you want to have, you know? And yeah. so if you can put the mask on yourself, like you said earlier and humble yourself, uh, you know, counseling, even in my own life, you know, I've experienced the benefits of counsel myself, even though it's humbling and I can be that guy that's like, no, no, no. Even though I believe in it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a pride thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's wrong with me? Why can't I figure this out? Oh, yeah. Um, but I've seen the value in my life and my, my, my marriage's um, uh, life of our marriage has been helpful several times in counseling. Um, my wife and I point to it quickly, but even in others I know in my life that have had trauma, you know, th- that help, even if it is ongoing and you have to revisit it later, mm. you know, you yeah. know, that limp might always be there to some extent, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, but Jacob learned how to walk with the Lord through that limp, you That's know, good. but there might've been times in his life where he was like, Oh, you know, he, he, he just took his mind off, you know, a little bit and remembered it was there or put himself in a situation, you know, or any of us put ourselves in that situation. So th- the openness to ongoing or on occasion counseling, yeah. boy, it's huge for healing. That was good. Um, the only thing that I could end this better with is just the next step. Somebody's going through this. Mm. Do you have any um, any place to direct them, any referrals, agencies that you could uh, provide right. us with? 
Right. Well, we at Oak Hills, you know, we do have some places that we could point people toward. I know that one of our kind of new primary ones, it's not that new, uh, is what's called Pathway Counseling and Development. So for years, Oak Hills Church had a counseling and care center that was, uh, you know, staffed by, um, it was overseen, I should say, by Oak Hills Mm -hmm. staff and pastors, you know, Sam Warren for years and years and years, um, just very um, giftedly uh, led that ministry, right? Um, Well, the good news is, is even though um, that is technically not a part of our church anymore, it it is still in the same location, Mm -hmm. and Sam is still leading it, and he is a great group of counselors who are all very gifted. I know most of them. Um, So Pathway Counseling and Development um, is, is just like I said, still right across the street on Summer Oaks. Um, I got the phone number if you want me to say it out loud right here, or we can share it. All right, 210-504-9218. All right. Um, But... There are great places to start, and if they don't feel like they have the capacity at that time or the best po- folks, I know that they know a wealth of people also yeah. that they could point toward. That's great. I mean, that's awesome. And, you know, listen, if you're listening and you're not in San Antonio, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> there are counselors all over the world. Right. Uh, I just want to encourage you to go. And 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 like like Ben said, I mean, it is very important. Uh, man, this has been such a good conversation. And listen, uh, we just want to share with everyone real quick. Thank you uh, for for just joining us week in and week out. Uh, without the encouragement of the shares and the comments and you telling people about it, I mean, we couldn't be able to do it in the same way we do it. So I just want to say a huge thank you to everybody who joins us, who listens in on a weekly basis. Uh, we love you all, and um, seriously. Do not let anybody tell you that counseling is not uh, of God or counseling is for the weak or the weak-minded or whatever the case is. Go to counseling today if that is what you need. If we've talked about some trauma that you have experienced or maybe there's a trauma that we haven't discussed, but now you're considering it, take it seriously. Like, like Travis mentioned earlier, it's not worth concealing it. It's worth confronting it. Uh, we hope you guys all have a great week and we hope to see you all next week. Please like and review Moment by Moment wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love for you to share this episode with your friends and family and be sure to join us next week as new episodes release every Monday.